0: So at this time of the year, uh, when I was a younger priest, uh, I often would have gone down to Naples for the 12 days of preparation, so like we have a novena, they have a dodicina, which means a 12-day preparation before the Immaculate, the Immaculate Conception on the 8th of of December. And I remember on one of those visits, uh, one of the teachers, she said, Padre, will you come and visit my, my class, my English class, I have English on Tuesday at 10 o'clock, whatever it was. And I said, sure, no problem at all, yeah, yep. Yeah. So I went in. What I didn't know was that I was being brought into one of the roughest schools in central Napoli. Uh, so it was fantastic. So I walked into the school, and um, I just started kind to of walk along the corridor. You just see a lot of classrooms with just no teacher at all. Wide, the door is wide open. I've got no teacher in there, maybe... A uh, teacher in one of the classes and roaring at them just trying to get them to you know put the furniture out and to quince the fire on the furniture and different things like that so uh, and so then as i was walking along with this teacher to her class down at the end of the corridor i looked back and realized that the corridor was filling with young people who see this kind of pallid piece priest and go where's he going so that all the classes just empty I was like the pied piper uh, and so then hey, padre, hey where are you going more or less uh, and I said, well, I'm going to, whatever, 15B, whatever the room was, uh, to speak to the class there. Eh, where, where can we come too? And I said, uh, ask your teacher. I don't know, Hey, teacher. <laughs> so <laughs> so, uh, so then instead of having just a class, I had the whole school. Um, and of course they were coming and going during the talk, up, uh, in, um, up for cigarettes and who knows what quenching the, the rest of the fire in, in, in room 15B. Um, so it was great. It was inter- very interesting, very interesting, very interesting. So then at the end of that then, I had the class I was supposed to have, I had them as a small group afterwards. And uh, I said, lads, it's great to meet you. I said, it's great to be in your school. It's great to meet you, like, where you ye where, where ye live. And um, I said, it's, it's an exciting time for you because uh, you've got your whole future ahead of you. And they said, eh, hey, no, no. You don't understand. I said, what well, don't understand? That said, if you work hard, if you have like, a strong enough desire and you're willing to put the effort in, you can effectively do almost anything, as in almost anything. There are limits, obviously, but if you work hard, you can achieve almost... If you want to be an engineer, if you want to be a hairstylist, if you want to be a plumber, electrician, study hard, you can, you can probably do it. There's probably isn't, there's no good reason that you couldn't. And I say, I bother, you, you you don't understand, he said, we're delinquents. I said, no you're not, no you're not delinquents. You you decide what you are. And he said, Padre, anyone hears we're from Ponticelli and that's it, they'll never give us a job. They don't even deliver takeaway to Ponticelli because they know that like, we open the door, we take the takeaway, we close the door again. As in we don't pay, I'm not sure if you spotted that. Um, <laughs> you know, so like, uh, so they said, no, we'll, we'll never get out of here. But then he said, like, same fella, said, and then it could happen tomorrow or two days' time some fellow comes over to you with a little nicely wrapped package in paper and cello tape says, Hey, you bring this to that address, at the far side of the city. I'll give you 200 euro. I'm never going to get a job. So 200 euro, it's not bad. And voila, I'm a drug mule. And what really struck me was the complete absence of hope. I'd never seen it before, I'd never seen hopelessness like that before uh, when I, I think I told you the story before when I visited the Ivory Coast um, outside where uh, so I was, I was there for my confreres' first mass so we were only there for about five, four or five days but there was one guy standing outside our housing estate every day trying to sell a cracked used sink he said like, hey my brother come here I make you a good prize yes. and I was like uh thanks I just I don't actually live here so if I had a sink, I'd have nowhere to put it. And I can't, I don't know, I, can I check that in, carry on? I don't know. No, I'm okay. Okay, five euro. I said, no, I said, sorry, mate. I, I said, and then I put a big, big smile on him in the evening. He spent the whole day in the sun. When he goes, hey, my brother. Father, brother, yes, father. And, uh, and uh, of today, 40 euro. I said, no, no, I'm good. Thank you, thank you, you're very good. Um, but he actually had hope. It was just amazing the difference. Like He lived in abject poverty, but actually had hope. And like, Advent is supposed to be this, this season of hope. So it's, it's interesting to delve into what hope actually is. So I was looking for a definition there earlier. The, 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 the catechism definition is complex. So I, have, I found a simpler one, which I think works. It's, it's still Catholic. Um, it's just a little simpler. So it's a desire for a good, right? It's a desire, a desire for something good with the expectation that you might get it. So it's a desire for a good, but with the expectation that you might get it. If there's no expectation that you might get it, then you're you're actually hopeless. Because, you know, I'd like to be an astronaut, but it's never going to happen. Okay, well then that's hopeless. So the desire for something good with the expectation that you might get it. So when it comes to to hope uh, from a Christian or Catholic perspective, see this is infused in us that we desire a good, the greatest good. So we can explain what that greatest good is very simply it's, you can call it heaven you can call it God you can call it eternity it's all the, it's all the same heaven is God is eternal so uh, all works uh, so God within, within, uh, in our hearts Christian non-Christian um, people who have never experienced uh, Christianity at all there's this desire for some kind of a better afterlife there's a hope but if there's no expectation that you can actually get it then it's hopeless then your hope and if if hope is quenched, nothing really matters. Because everything is fleeting. Do you know? I'll 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 celebrate today, I'll party today, because tomorrow I could be dead and I don't really care. And if that if that enters into a heart like if that if, if, if that hope is quenched, life is just incredibly sad. Because it doesn't matter what you do. Good, bad, or indifferent—it just doesn't matter. Nothing matters, and therefore you don't matter. So this this season of 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 Advent—it's very interesting. Like it's, it's deliberately placed in the darkest time of the year, which in Ireland is pretty dark, pretty early, right? So we really experience Advent like because it's miserable and dark and cold. For uh well, it's not. No, Ireland is amazing. I love Ireland, um, <laughs> but. But uh, but it just like it just works like it's it's so like it gets dark about four thirty like, um, so for long stretches of the day we don't see the sun, uh, so but we hope hope that it will return, and Irish people I don't think we're good at hoping, I don't think we're good at being optimistic. If you go to America, it's so different. Americans are so like yes we can, <laughs> and very often they do, <laughs> you know. Like they they actually they have this have a very strong self belief, but also a belief in in their country and a belief in you know their, the American way. Uh, so they they find it much easier to say you know yes we can we'll try. We Irish I think are much more inclined to say oh I don't know now you never know sure look you could be dead in two minutes. <laughs> Do you know I think we we we're we're, we're I won't say hopeless, <laughs> but much more prone to pessimism I think. Americans much more optimistic uh, so we I think we as a nation we, we we have to be careful that we don't let that hope go out that hope in what okay obviously big picture hope in heaven hope in God the hope in eternity uh, in, in in the heart of the trinity but also hope then for the smaller things the des- hope being the desire for a good and the expectation that you might get it and that's obviously very closely linked to trust because if I don't trust God, then, yes, I might desire something good, but I don't really expect to get it. That could be a grace, that could be a healing, who knows what, in my interior life. And if I, if I lose that, if I don't really expect to get anything from God, then any good you want, you have to make it. You have to make it happen. But you're young, you're busy, you're inexperienced, and by the time you gain experience, you're old and miserable, and the hips don't work anymore. So... You know, by the time you gain on this experience to lead you through life, it's no good to you. And then the young people don't want to talk to you anyway because you're only a boomer. Um, so so it's, it's, it's not easy, lads. It's complicated out there. So, so basically, <laughs> back on track. Uh, hope, the desire for a good and the expectation that you'll get it. Hope in God. The desire for the goods and graces that he offers. And we expect, we have an expectant hope. We expect, that, this isn't uh, taken for granted now, but we expect that he will always do what's best for us. That, that we can be absolutely confident in. that God will always do what's best. God will always give me what I ask for. That depends. Maybe what I ask for wasn't what was best for me. But I can, be, I can have an absolutely expectant hope that what I, what I need for the greatest good, heaven, that He will always give me. That He will always give me. So let us let us never lose hope. And in this season of, of Advent, let us hold on to hope. And let us let us almost celebrate hope. You know, to actually be confident. Lord, I desire You. Lord, I desire he- I desire heaven. Lord, I desire happiness. And then the second part, the expectation. And I know that You can give it to me. I know that in You I can have it. I know that in You I lack nothing. And allow that then to not give us a naive optimism, but a really grounded optimism in faith that God is a loving Father, that Jesus is our Savior, and that in the church we have a home and a family. Lord Jesus, renew our faith, renew our hope, and renew our love. Amen.